and Tonto Mystery, Vegas Dead End, Season 1, Episode 2. Oh great, now what? Mr. Chino, thanks so much for driving up from Albuquerque. Man, it's great to meet you. You wouldn't believe all the crap that I've had to plow through to find you. Mike Cortega was very tall and slim, with a huge smile that screamed dishonesty. He seemed very nervous, with a noticeable twitching in his right eye. His office was a small hole in the wall inside one of the older buildings just off the plaza. It looked like it hadn't been cleaned in years. You know, Mr. Ortega, I really don't appreciate the way you've handled this. I got your letter saying how you had important matters to discuss with me. So I called. You tell me you can't discuss over the phone, and I should drop everything, come see you. I really think you should tell me what this is about. Even sitting, Tai was a very large man who appeared to be angry. Chino gave the beanpole man one of his most threatening looks. Tai didn't like people who played games. He was a spit-out-the-facts, leave-out-the-bullshit kind of guy. Well, yeah, I'm sure that did sound strange to you. But listen, there's a lot of strange stuff attached to this old house. When I took this case, I had a brick tossed right through my glass door. Cost me almost 200 damn bucks to get that bitchin' door fixed. I'm telling you, lots of strange stuff. It's just an old house, but there's something else going on. I didn't want to tell you too much over the phone, no telling who might be listening. Tai thought. What a bullshitter. Just tell me what this is about. If Ortega had been someone who paid attention to people, he would have known that Tai was at the end of his rope, and he should get on with it. You know this was all weird stuff from the start. That old lady who lives next door called me. What's her name? Oh yeah, Davis. I helped her with her sister's grandson who was visiting. Got into a fight with a cop of all things. Kid turned out to be just plain dumb. But the cops dropped the case and the kid went back to the reservation or wherever he was from. Well anyway, she said the neighbor had died and she knew the old man wanted to leave the house to his next of kin. Well yeah, so what? Well get this, he's dead and he didn't make out a will. Stupid people everywhere. You know I charge about 300 bucks for a simple will. All the old guy had to do was come into my office. Jeez. Tai took a deep breath. Look, Ortega, I still don't know what any of this has to do with me. Oh yeah, right. But listen to this. The old guy turns out to be a famous Indian. Well, famous because he is the great-grandson of Big Chief Chino. Big Chief, I know. Must be an offensive name. You Apache, right? Well, anyways, he's a member of the Hoodoo Brown gang that ran this town in the late 1800s. All of them a bunch of crooks. Tai's options were to answer or strangle the annoying attorney and plead insanity. Yes, I'm Apache. Yes, that name is offensive. Get to the point. Yeah, of course you are. That's how I found you. I think the other crooks called him Big Chief. Sure the hell wasn't me who called him that. The more Ortega talked, the more nervous he was becoming. Well, legend has it that Big Chief stole a huge pile of gold bars and disappeared from the face of the earth. There are people who have speculated the gold might be hidden in that house. I bet you're interested now. Ortega was smiling like he had said something wise. Tai just waited. 
He was regretting the whole trip. Well, here it is. You're the closest relative of Jefferson Chino, the old man who owned the house. Ortega continued to smile, totally unaware of how much he was annoying his guest. I'm telling you, I went the extra mile finding you. Did all kinds of research. Mostly because that old Batty Davis woman kept nagging me. Here's another weird part. You should know why she wants me to find old Chino's next of kin. It's because she said the old house next door is haunted. Goes moving around all the time. She wants the new owner to fix it or something. How crazy is that? Jefferson Chino. The name was familiar. He could sort of remember his grandmother talking about a cousin who had run off the reservation named Jefferson. She always laughed when she told the story of how he was named after Jefferson Davis from the Civil War because the kid's mother was supposedly a white woman from Georgia. Why his grandmother told him those stories, he had no idea. Mostly, he hardly listened. Was that just a coincidence that the next-door lady was named Davis? Tai was debating whether he cared one way or another. I've still got some paperwork to complete, but based on my research, you will inherit that old house. The downside is that the city has red-tagged that old place because the yard is now some weed forest. Also, there may be some issues with the safety of the house. You know, most of these old houses are about 150 years old, so probably don't want to move in till it's inspected. No matter what this man said, the same silly smile stayed plastered on his face. Tai resisted the urge to punch that face. He signed some papers stating who he was and that, to the best of his knowledge, he was the only heir to Jefferson Chino's vast wealth, consisting only of an old house that was about to fall down. For better or worse, he decided he would visit the house before heading back to Albuquerque. A Few Minutes Mystery Production, copyright 2022, Ted Clifton, all rights reserved.